0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to yet another cracking edition of the Matt Brown Show. This is the Secrets of Fail series where we're talking to successful CEOs and entrepreneurs all about their epic business blunders and everything they learned about or from the process of making mistakes and failing. Uh, with us in the line or on the line today in the hot seat is none other than Jordan Zimmerman, the, the founder and CEO, chairman and super ding dong guy at Zimmerman Advertising. <laughs> welcome to the show, Jordan. Thank you, Matt. It's good to be here and thank you for the invitation. Uh, You're very welcome. The privilege is really all mine. So you know what's coming. So let's start with the the elevator pitch. Um, What are you guys up to over there at Zimmerman Advertising? Well, we're
1: we're probably, if you think about it, 40 years this December, we're uh, the only true next day sales agency maybe in the world that truly understands how to activate retail brands. And we have proprietary technology that allows us to do that, to target the trade area using connected television, all of our social and digital assets to do that. But more importantly than that, we're able to connect into your television, your connected television to your household, then have your IP address and connect to all your other devices. And then we're able to track you through some of our strategic partners, so I know where you are, I know where you shop before you come to me, where you go after you come to me, how long it took you to come to me.
0: That's amazing. Um, So who are your clients typically? Um, Obviously retail, but are they massive retail brands or are they kind of smaller pops in between? Like where's your sweet spot?
1: Uh, Massive retail brands. McDonald's is one of our clients doing extremely, extremely well. Five below, the fastest growing retailer in America today. By the end of this year, they'll have 15 100 stores. We've been there from when they had under 100 stores. Um, we have uh, Seabourn and Holland America, two cruise lines for that sector. Auto Nation, one of the largest retail automobiles in the country, a $20 billion empire. I mean, we have some amazing, amazing accounts. and We're very fortunate to have those accounts for many, many, many years.
0: Mm -hmm. beautiful beautiful and also you know it goes without saying having a a business that's been around for four decades is an achievement in and of itself (laughs) so so congrats on that it's
1: amazing yeah it's amazing Uh, i'll take that as a true compliment yeah
0: it, it is it is right so let's get into the meat and the potatoes of this series uh jordan what is your epic story of failure for our audience around the world today
1: so in 1993, we won Mitsubishi Motor Cars of America. I was early. I was, uh, nine years into my career. Um, great win. Uh, and basically from 93 through 97, we handled the business, took them from 136,000 cars, 252,000 cars, epic growth. Um, they hire a new president, Dick Reikia, who was instrumental in bringing us in, retired, and they brought in a new leader. Pierre Gagnon. Pierre comes to see me. I think we have this great meeting. He comes back. He tells me he wants to put the account into review just to see what's out there. Ladies and gentlemen, what he was really saying to me was, you're not my agency. You're Dick Reiki's agency and my predecessor. And he really wanted to get the hell rid of me. So uh, we wind up comes down to Deutsch and Zimmerman We pitched the country. I went half the country. He wins the other half of the country. Pierre finally figures out, holy shit, I can't have two agencies. I can't even afford one. And he fires us through a fax machine on a Friday night
0: at 5 o'clock. Okay. (laughs) So what happened from there? Um,
1: You know, I
0: want everyone to
1: understand, perseverance is the key to success. Trust me, Friday night, I felt like shit. I will home. I'm feeling sorry for myself. I bled Mitsubishi out of my veins. We grew the heck out of their business. By Saturday morning, I'm like, okay, I can either wake up and go back to work or not. So what I did was I called many dealers I knew around the country and go to Boston and went We go to Patam- New York and went Patamka. We go into Washington and we'll. Uh win uh Bill Hurwitz's business, we go win more business in Atlanta, more in Texas, more in Northern Cal, Southern Cal. So we replaced 45 million in business, 40 million in business with 45 million in business. But it didn't stop there. Lo and behold, I get a call from Nissan, North America, saying, I hear you got fired. I said, Yeah. And they said, Great, we want to hire you. So we go from losing 40 million to winning 155 million dollars perseverance perseverance never quit on yourself always believe you can and you will gotta mm-hmm. have that positive attitude
0: mm. you and i need to be friends <laughs> <laughs> i so, hope so yeah. so jordan when you think about that whole experience obviously perseverance is certainly one of the key things that uh is could be you know a key lesson for you what else when you think about that time you know obviously i've also been in the ad space for many years, uh, worked at uh, head of strategy for Ogilvy and TBWA and these sorts of things. And I understand how accounts move and all this kind of thing. Um, And and what it feels like to lose a big account. It sucks. A lot of people actually go out of work. Um, And so when you think about that time, what stands out for you as a key lesson that you now take forward in your business with you today?
1: Well, besides never quitting on myself, the company, or all the great associates that have worked for me for many, many years. In fact, some of the people have worked there 38 and 39 years, which you know is unheard of in the advertising industry. So part of my responsibility is being true to myself, but being a great coach and mentor for them. So what did I learn? I learned that who is really there for a paycheck at Zimmerman and who is really there to struggle with me through the hard times. That was a great life lesson. Some of the people I thought were really there to be with me and to fight with me, really were only there to pick up a paycheck and -hmm. didn't really give a shit about me or the company. Great life lesson. Number two, I learned all about the people that really cared about the company, cared about all the other associates, and were really there for the long term of who we were. Number three, I learned a lot about myself Mm -hmm. because the first thing I said to my CFO and my head of HR, and the president, I said, do not pay me. We've lost this account. My responsibility, I'm going to go on the road. I'm not coming home to I rent 40 plus million dollars in business. So I used my own money that I'd made over the years to go out and pitch the business and make sure I came home with something so we could keep everybody intact in the agency. Mm-hmm. So that was what the goal was, and great life lessons, and great way for me to realize that when you're at the top there's only one person to blame right here
0: yeah 100 percent. couldn't agree with you more um and so um <clears throat> so jordan if you could get into the matt brown show time machine and kind of go back to yourself you know while this whole situation was uh, uh, were playing out um what would you do differently if anything and why um I think
1: if I had to really make a change, I would change that entrepreneurs like myself are control freaks, and they don't really truly empower others and coach others. So I learned a very valuable lesson about empowering others, hiring better, looking for people that had skill sets that complemented my not many me's, and most importantly, entrusting in them, letting them make mistakes. Coaching them through a mistake, not belittling them, coaching them, mentoring them, bringing them back up and telling them it's okay. So I learned a lot about myself in my management skills, which I think have helped to propel the agency today to the powerhouse we really are. This year, we'll do over $4 billion. That's a big, big agency, as you know,
0: coming out of the agency world that we're in. That's unreal, dude. That's crazy. Um, and so, uh, Jordan, what's your advice then to other entrepreneurs who aspire to have your kind of success or your kind of scale of company? Um, and uh, in terms of like, and specifically what I'm looking for there is your advice in the in the in in terms of the importance of failing or failure and becoming successful.
1: Uh, I think the first thing it starts with is having a differentiated business plan. I wanted to build a business solutions firm that happened to do advertising. I wasn't focused on the output of the work. I was focused on the outcome of the work coming from right where you came from strategy. I wanted that strategy to take the nuggets of what we learned in research. What were they? How could I bring those nuggets to life within a strategy? And could the brand deliver upon that? And was it differentiated for the brand? Like Papa John's, better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. Memorable, most repeatable tagline in the pizza industry. Those are the things that I think make a huge difference. So, anyone that's out there listening, number one, starts with the business plan. Number two, the differentiation in the business plan. Number three, once you have all that and you start building, hiring people with great skill sets that complement yours, not many use. And number four, and finally, believing in yourself and learning to be a mentor and a coach. And not a control
0: freak. Mm. Sound advice. And uh, obviously you're a, you've written your own book. I'll bring it up uh, on screen for everybody. It's uh, Leading Fearlessly, Transform Your Life and Find Success. And so on the topic of books or tools or resources, uh, Jordan, what other books do you recommend uh, You know, to other entrepreneurs and CEOs?
1: You know, it's, it's interesting. I try to read as much as I can. And Malcolm Gladwell I thought the book Blink Mm. was really incredible. It talked about your gut. And a lot of times we don't trust our own gut. Mm. We do research to get insights. We take those insights and ask Matt Brown to turn it into a differentiated strategy. Mm. But you got to look at it and say, how does it feel? Mm. Knowing your brand, does it feel right? Knowing the category, will it truly differentiate the brand? Knowing the category, can that brand truly deliver on what we're promising to deliver? And I think with that, it's, it's why I wrote the book, because I wanted to talk about the secret sauce to help build Zimmerman. The people said, what do you want to tell me your secret sauce? Good luck. OK, because they've got to figure out how to do it their own way. I don't think you need another TBWA. You surely don't need another Zimmerman in the market Okay, each one of them TBWA is too much like BBDO, too much like DDB. You know, I'm I'm just myself. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't go to can. I don't go celebrate there. I think can is a con job and I don't need to go play there in that game. Okay, I'd rather be here ringing the register for my clients.
0: <laughs> we definitely need to be mates. Like I can't stand that <laughs> shit, dude. It makes me sick.
1: Honestly, I mean, it was
0: the worst thing for me uh, the, about the advertising industry. It was like the the circle jerk of, of like. They awards. all want to be celebrities.
1: They want to they want to produce movies. I'm like, then get in the movie business.
0: Yeah, I want to produce
1: work that actually works. Yeah, and drives. Yeah. And if I drive traffic in that work, I could drive true interest. Yeah. I can still share. I'm winning. Yeah. That unaided awareness is so very important. And then I equate it to every point of unaided awareness means how much. In market share. Mm. And at every point of market share, how much does that mean in revenue?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We need to do a whole show about uh, advertising because just you, I'm, you and I, I'm sure, would have a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, we don't have time for that, unfortunately, today. And that does conclude your time in the hot seat, Jordan. Thanks so much for coming on the show. I know you get a lot of uh, interview requests, and uh, a lot of the time you say no. So thanks for saying yes to the Matt Brown Show. It's been a real privilege having you on the show.
1: And Matt, thank you for having me, and I love you come out of my industry so you know exactly what I was speaking about.
0: Uh-huh. I know. You're
1: great. People are very fortunate to have a Matt Brown out there to produce great work like you produce, and it's an honored to be on your show.
0: Yeah, beautiful stuff. Thanks. Uh, thanks so much, Jordan. Jordan, stick around. Everybody else, we will see you again soon.